It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, what's up, bros and brodettes? Welcome into the PHNX Rising Podcast. It's your boy, Max Simpson. I kind of sound like a sheep. I'm trying to sound like a robot. I'm joined. I'm joined by a man who's totally trying to take it tubular. Tubular, go catch some shreddy shreddy narnar on the coast as we go up to Orange County. Max, Max people Mr. are tuning Owen, out. Just, get, just get on with the football, please. Oh my gosh, this guy! I can't have a fun intro or do anything around here, can I? No. Was that fun? Okay. Was that meant to be fun? It was fun for me. But anyways, everyone in the chat, I knew you guys were having a good chat. Jacob, you can you can moderate this. Was that fun? Producer Jacob, verdict. Just because I have to ride back in a car with him, I'll be nice. Yeah, sure. It was I'll okay. take the pity. I'll take Reese in the chat saying, "Dear Lord." Also understandable, but we appreciate everyone joining us in the chat on a, a Wednesday. Uh, I know it's uh, definitely a little bit of our different time, but thank you guys for joining us. Got Edward in there. Reese. How do Albert. you delete a live chat? Says Edward. That's a. I, I don't know what he said. I don't though, know technology. Like, there's something that's not here because he, like he's saying, he said. Either that or he's having a conversation Did he with to himself, delete it? which is okay because I've been there. Oh. Well, yeah, I, I do not know uh, technology, but that's okay. We move. As Owen says, we move. We have a lot to chat about today, uh, really in our chat, not just about Orange County on Saturday, but Owen, we had a nice little announcement at 5 a reasonable time, Thanks, right? Super Tampa. reasonable. I'm getting hit. It's, you know. I'll give you guys a little snapshot. You know, I wake up at a you know a nice 5.30, get ready for the gym, all that stuff. And my phone is just getting blown yeah, up by this Simpson. man, by Emma. I wake up at 5.30 to go to the gym. I freaking lift, bro. But no, uh, you know, it, it, you get all the notifications. And you're thinking, first off, it's way too early. But what's going on here? There was a lot to kind of decipher and it kind of hits you out of nowhere. But shoot, there's the USL Super League. We, well, we knew the go. Super League was coming. Let's go. But like we knew here, the Super but League here. was coming. But yeah. it's here. Yeah, it it's is here. here. It is here. Um, this this is perhaps where I, I, I mean, I say that. Look, I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. um, by things such as um, you know, Rising being in this league did mm-hmm. not surprise me. Sure, the league going for Division One status did not surprise me. These are things that have been hinted at over a longer period of time. Yeah. Um, behind the scenes and so it did not shock me mm-hmm. when that news came out i will say that i was shocked when it came out at 5 a.m mm. in the morning thank you usl hq i do like <sighs> to sleep sometimes would you believe i do like to sleep as the people in other markets 
Yeah, on the in the Pacific uh, time zone. Oh, at this time they, of they, they're on Eastern time, man. Eight AM. That's yeah, eight. Uh, eight. No, freaking, freaking. do it at a normal time, please. I don't disagree with you, but uh, that's that's how they do it. Uh, but yeah. anyway, it was a big announcement. It was. So let's, let's actually talk about the announcement. Let's. We do. We have, have a quick look nice at the graphic. Uh, we do. A little graphic, kind of detailing everything to look at. So the USL Super League, it's going to be. You know, a USL run professional women's league starting in August 2024. Now, Owen, the different part about this is unlike, you know, traditional soccer here in the lovely states as you so love it. This one is going to be a nice uh, fall to, uh, you know, through the winter as opposed to just going through the summer. It's going to be a winter league. Yeah. Okay, well, that's... It didn't need all the dressing up. It'll start in August 2024, okay? It's going to be a Division 1 league. Mm -hmm. Sanctuary's Division 1. We were initially expecting it to be a D2 league. Uh Um, But over the course of the last year, at some point between the media meetings of last year and now, they decided, no, Division 1, which means it is going to be going directly head-to-head in some ways with NWSL. Not timing-wise, of course. Uh, Eight inaugural teams so far announced. That could increase to 10 or 12. Phoenix and Tucson. Yep involved there i love that i mean there are a couple things to note you know kind of based off this announcement the first one being there is the appetite and it's really tapping into the women's community you know not just throughout the country of course but really feeding that appetite here in the state all four universities um, have a women's collegiate soccer program asu u of a nau and gcu the other thing too right if you look at this from a national perspective 40,000 women, 40,000 are playing collegiate soccer and really within the current model within the U.S., when you only have NWSL, you only have them vying for 300 professional soccer jobs. Now, granted, you know, there's overseas, but that's really the main route. This just provides another avenue. And like we said, now that they're going D1 straight off the bat, it's something where you are able to really hopefully help the tide, raise all the ships and really put a better product on for NWSL as well as the Super League. And to get to Albert's point earlier, or excuse me, to Edward's point earlier, no, it's not that type of Super League. I don't want this type of cynicism. That's they a, a that's Super a fun, League before. It's a funny shout, but no. This is a whole very different, well, as whole I recall, different Edward one. says. Um, aye, aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, not quite the same the thing. Other, the other thing that I really like about this is you're launching in the st- within a state where you already have a track record of two, you know, communities that love their love their soccer and they have that track record of success granted in varying degrees from both an on-field and off-field perspective but it's something that's still there i mean you know i myself growing up in oro valley it's something where like there are players who have come out of there who i you know played you know at my high school who played at rival high schools who have gone on to like play big time collegially and it's something like being able to set that platform for them and having a pathway. That's the biggest thing. It's like seeing is believing and having to having that ability to say, hey, there's not just the one league that I'm vying for if I even want a shot at playing professionally. You now have those multiple different touch points and those different leagues. It's a possibility within this state. Well, you say this, but is NWR... Uh, I mean, this is theoretical now. Mm-hmm. This is for us to actually sit here probably and, sure. and try and work out and also see how it unfolds over the future years. Is there going to be an equilibrium where both leagues exist hmm. in the long run? Is there? Because it's Division 1, right? This is, is the point. There's supposed to be a pinnacle. How do you get past this point whereby you won't have a unified national champion? 
It's a fair question. Seriously. No, it's a, it's a fair question. And honestly, this is something we can probably debate, you know, for a while. I mean, I think to me, the the different runs within the season, the fact that there's, I think, just the way the things are structured, whereas NWSL is its own entity and, you know, uh, USL Super League is part of the greater USL picture. I think it's something where it provides just different ways how you structure it, how you bolster each league. So I think time will tell on that one, but I do believe there is a way where both exist. At least in the short term, long term, maybe a different discussion. Short term, yes. Long term, I'm not so certain. Mm. I don't know. Um, but I will say this. When we actually look at just how quickly the USL Super League has grown from, I think, some of the the early concerns around this. Um, I, I think it was fair to say that a lot of people were still wondering at this stage last year. In fact, even through the media meetings, okay, in, yeah. in July, we actually spoke to, we had... Uh, Amanda Vandevo, the USL Super League president, she actually came on the PHNX Rising podcast mm-hmm. during those media meetings. Um, and I got the chance to speak to her about various things. Um, and I think there was a di- big difference between what was a very vague picture that they were painting publicly mm-hmm. and what was, I think, the bigger picture around the league, which was that there was still some concern about quite where they were going with it, or there was still that little bit of... I, I think pause to think about, okay, where are we getting these teams from? How mm-hmm. are you going to realistically operate a Division Two league when Division One, um, expense wise, is yeah. probably about as low as you can go while sure. being a, a viable, serious professional league? Um, I think that's partly why this league is now Division One, because why would you want to? Um, there's no relegation promotion, <laughs> Devin. Devin, stop, Devin, stop Devin an agent of chaos. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there, there was a, a point whereby why would you pay D1 level expenses and have the stigma that comes with being Division 2 right. in the US? Um, right. I think that just how quickly that's turned around, even, even from a Phoenix perspective here, right? Bill Krause, who is the club governor um, and recently taken over that mantle back in July of last year, and I spoke to him again on our podcast um, in in July of last year. And he said, well, I understand there's, there's interest in this, but I think that we have to balance the books first. I think that we have to find ways of making more money on the men's side. And then we'll start looking about expanding and, and taking it seriously on the women's side. In less than a year, that's changed. Um, this thing's been ramping up for the past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all coming together a little haphazardly i feel still i I don't know if um everything is quite as joined up as you'd ideally want it to be sure uh, because nothing ever goes easily in this sport in this country apparently there is no straightforward simple way forward way too much yeah i'm asking way too much but at the same time i think there are still positive signs here having eight teams to go and it's a weird mixed bag i think we we can speak about this here now about yeah. how you've got you know in the nicest possible way tucson is not what you typically consider no, a and, market. And selfishly i like neither it but is it is Spokane, an interesting choice neither is lexington yeah yeah these are all places <laughs> being thrown out there yeah. and yet at the same time you've got other markets that definitely are phoenix's mm-hmm. dallas fort worth mm-hmm. charlotte mm-hmm. okay tampa these are places that I can see as, as serious D1 markets uh-huh. in a footballing sense. Um, even some of the ones who are going to join later down the line when you've got Indianapolis, mm-hmm. you've got Oakland, okay? Mm-hmm. These are places that... But then you contrast that with places like Madison, 
Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's an interesting mixed bag. It is. Um, I'm intrigued to see how it ultimately works out, especially with some of those colder places playing the winter season. I think it's something where each of those communities you listed, there are varying degrees of a history of men's soccer, whether it be current, whether it be in the past, whether it be upcoming. And it's kind of an interesting mixed bag because, you know, some of those uh, one, you know, some of those communities, they are playing at the highest level of men's soccer. Some are playing at the USL level. Um, and there's that already established soccer fandom. There are others that it's maybe not as prominent. And, you know, the question, I guess, to me becomes, what does this look like from the fan makeup and where you see people enjoying soccer and how and how really women's soccer is growing in this country? Because it's easy to say, oh, well, you know, people like soccer and it's, you know, equally promoted. But it's like, it, and we know it's not always the case. So how can you see within these communities that the women's game is being bolstered, especially in a place like Phoenix, where the appetite is there, where there's already academy system in place, not just in Phoenix, but as well as Tucson. Where does that trickle in? And how do we keep seeing these communities, especially some of the oddball ones you mentioned, really growing and that this isn't just a weird flash of the pan, but that this is something sustainable. Well, for a starter, I think the, the main thing here, you mentioned some of the disparity between the men's and women's side and the professional game is it exists. It does. Um, I think one of the biggest things is the fact that they're not cannibalizing themselves. Mm. Um, what you often find, the NWSL season running over the summer, there are people who are hardcore that will go and watch their men's and women's side right. playing at the same time of year. Yeah. But it gets a lot. It gets a lot to follow ultimately two teams seriously. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. You can follow both, but I'm not sure that you can invest as much in when they're running concurrently. Yeah. I think that in this case, because it's over the winter, it's not going to cannibalize itself in quite the same way. Now, I know that a couple of people in the chat earlier were on about how, when am I going to sleep? And that's a great question. <laughs> I might just stick my head through the wall at the moment is how I feel about looking towards a, uh, you know... Just headbutting the wall of like, um, when do I, I catch would, up on sleep now? I would, I would when not, do I catch up on sleep? I would not recommend that. Well, also, like, I like my off season. I get to catch up on sleep. But now we do have actually uh, relevant that. games coming in in a year's time. Yeah, not till next year. It's, it's time. You can stock up on an off season's worth of sleep this off season and just dole and then dole. I absolutely it, can't. Dole man. it out, you know, over the next uh, you know couple of years. I can't. I'm I'm getting some sugar in me because I need it. Oh, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel as though when you when you look at, you know, I mean, Edward is saying he'd love to see a I game in it. the winter. I I agree. And I think in Phoenix, in Dallas, beautiful, you know, place it'll be it'll be reasonably nice yeah. to go out there and watch catch a game. Tucson will be nice in the the winter to go out there and catch a game, probably in the daytime. Yeah. I mean, you, Tucson, you might go down and come back. I don't know. It's <sighs> hey boy. Well, it's close enough. You can. It is. Well, that's that's actually it's not Albuquerque. This is something where I mean, listen, if we really want to get ahead of this thing. What would we name the Phoenix Tucson uh, rivalry? No, no. Max, these things don't need names, okay? Whoa! These things don't need names. Oh. I am I am serious on this okay. one, okay? okay. This okay. is this weird obsession in this country with this. the idea that they need this corporate hijacking of these derbies. No, they are. And it's all, and why? Because it's the clubs that promote it themselves. They go out there and feel the need. We've got to chuck a stupid name on it because that's how we have fun. No, just enjoy the game. Enjoy your hatred of the other team. Why do you need to slap a name on it? 
Most of them are, when you look around the world, these are names that don't just drop out of nowhere. They took years and years to build up these things. And yet here, it's kind of like trying to play the shortcut game of just, oh, yeah, well, we can we can chuck a corny name on it. That'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that with you. You enjoy your corniness. Okay. I'm sure you're there, like, absolutely patting yourself on the back almost if you'd have come up with something daft like El Trafico. But it's oh, still a daft my. name. Well... And again, mm, over time, mm, mm, mm. daft names can f stick. That can be fine. You just don't like the but idea of doing think, it right I off the bat. Well, I think it's more the fact that they get overkill. Okay? I think that the idea of these things is they slowly normally seed their way through. As Albert says, it's got to be organic, right? Fair. I think there's a case to be made for the fact that you'll have references over the course of a year mm -hmm. without it being something that, say, especially I think the clubs... Mm -hmm. jump on at the first possible opportunity and decide, I want to chuck a name on this. Yeah, but I, I, wanna... think, I, I think this is something, and I, I like I get where you're coming from. I don't want, like, me, the guy who loves cheesy stuff and something where, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm the partnerships guy. I get that there has to be, you know, like, okay, cool branding, and that's important. I get you want it to be organic. I'm all for that. I think where it sounds like you're coming across this like you wanted something to be building over time and not just chucked out of there or you think maybe it's coming from the clubs. My perspective is seeing that what if this is something where fans come together, where something that they're able to help contribute to this. And before before you try to try to interject there, I believe this is something that can help be a rallying cry to get things going. I understand that it can come nah, across. I don't see that. I don't I see how that can. branding helps. I think, it, how did, but how does it hurt? Because what's the selling point? The selling point isn't a name of a tournament that you're handing out. It's a not, cheap it's not, it's not a tournament. It is that no one has ever heard of. Uh -uh, it's okay? not a, it's that not a that tournament. No one has ever heard of. The real selling point of that game <laughs> is the fact that it is Phoenix playing Tucson. That's the selling point. Okay. You slap I-10 on there, which half the clubs in the country can do yeah all right and and, and it just doesn't uh, it's losing it to me the thing about it is is you are playing people that you don't you know, would you name the game against new mexico or do you just mention about hating albuquerque in new mexico okay it doesn't need it yeah, it but, doesn't need it and that's i think as I well that's the derby. thing about it right not every game needs it hmm. not every game needs it none of rising's games really have that None of them have a name. But none of them also but have the some proximity. some of them have meaning. This is a proximity thing. This is something that... Well, it's, no it's the west of the US. Proximity is, like, it's not that... You're not that close to anybody. You're two hours away from them. That's not proximity. That's pretty darn proximity. It's about as close as you can get. I think it's I think it's something where I think you're looking at this. You can drive through multiple countries in that in some parts. Of the I world. think I think you are looking at this as something that maybe it's only going. You're you're talking from the people who have been entrenched in these soccer communities who are already bought in. And I get I get that. That's fair. I am looking at a place where this is where you can attract people who maybe are newer to the sport. And I'm not saying that a name is going to win them over. I'm not saying that. I get that there has to be So do they do that in baseball? Do they do that in ice hockey, really, of any note? Do they do that in American football of any note? Do they do that in basketball of any note? They don't. So why is it that this somehow sells it to an is American this, audience? Is, is this an, is I this don't an, see that. Is this an, is this an anti MLS thing? Because like, No, I'm them. making this as a serious point now because people hmm. do it in USL as well. I feel as though it's nothing to do with selling it. Hmm. Okay, it's all about this idea of trying to pine on and grab onto a sense of legitimacy that unfortunately, by the nature of the way they're going about it, isn't the case. Yeah. 
I think it's trying too much to bask in a, oh, you have a game called El Clasico, mm -hmm. which everyone knows what it means. Right. But those things grow over time. You can't just, and I, I understand what you're saying, whether you want the fans initially to come up with a name, maybe. But the problem, and this is where it gets the problem for me, mm -hmm. is that the fans will start bandying a name around. And before it even sticks properly, mm -hmm. the clubs have started corporatizing it. I don't, I'm, and listen. And they I'm, do. That's I'm not, not saying, I. That's why I just stay out of that. I don't think fair. it's relevant. And even coming from the corporate guy, I'm not saying that's something that I want. We went to. We didn't plan this to be the heated debate this, of the this show. Is, this is this has just come this is, up. Honestly, this is good fun. Like, this is a, this is a good conversation. Um, I mean, it's something we went to the, this is, <laughs> Not exactly the same thing, but we went to the U.S. the U.S. Mexico match, and that was the what is it? The Scotia Bank something something El Cashico. El ca <laughs> it's a cash grab. No, it, it's a cash grab. Whatever game. it was. No, but I, I get this saying: if you put a name to it, it's something that you can definitely monetize and blah 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 blah. You're looking at it from. I get you don't want to. You don't. You want it to build over time. You want something. You don't want to essentially wash away the meaning for the fans, for the community. I'm saying this is something I think this can help, help attract new fans. I think we might be splitting hairs on this. If they don't name the Derby after this, I'm personally fine with it. I think if they do name it, I think you probably would have issue with it, but- You don't even have identities for the teams I'm yet. I'm not saying you do it now, I'm saying down the road. Well, two songs down the road. Oh, that, wait, what? Did, did he just, did, did we just witness him do a, a like a, ooh, a little, a little transition, a little cheesiness right there? That was no. pretty good. Move on, move on, move on. Should good. we actually wrap this whole segment up? No, here? we we can keep we can we can keep talking in circles on this, but that's maybe this is something we revisit down the road. Uh, this, no, let's, this let's, finish, let's finish this up actually because we do have some comments actually from training today, um, about, from Juan Guerra and from Eddie Manjoma talking about the women's team. Let's hear what they had to say. Oh, it's huge! It's huge! I'm so happy and and grateful and thankful that our ownership group is is given an opportunity so, to so many women in the state of Arizona. So it's a it's a clear message of what the organization wants to build. It's a clear message of how much this organization is investing and focusing in the community. And it's a great opportunity for for us and the women's side to keep growing together. I think uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I I have a girlfriend actually who plays as well, and I know how much it means to the women's game just. Growing not only in this country but all over the world and obviously here in Arizona I haven't been here long but this is definitely a community that welcomes the sport and welcomes just the the you know appreciation of the game so I think it'd be amazing um, once it does kick off and I'm excited to see it there we go I'm, excitement I'm glad that the team's already bought in yeah it's good good sign to have yeah we, we've chilled down a little bit now no it's it, it's, it's it's all it's all good conversation I mean listen whenever whenever the uh the I the uh, I ten derby the um the what 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 were some of the other ones mic. in the chat yeah but no there there's a, you know some some suggestions throw out but whenever this matchup happens I mean yes yeah, some, some, <laughs> some of these some of these cup I love no, it some of these we actually go further down AZ soccer teams playing each other derby sixty sixth oh boy no there's why not why whenever not? these teams, I mean there we go Edward they're hopping in with these comments about what the New Mexico one could be called which we're not going to reference but it has something well wow, has something to do with rats Damn it. 
Um, oh, that boy, we move on. No, but Edward Tossing no. out as well. A classic OJ and Simpson, which is now gets a reference it's in there a, for the Derby. It's a, it's a good show. Try Hardy Derby. Okay, I like that. I kind of like that as well. No, when, Why when, are we talking about Las Vegas lights yeah, now? We don't, we don't need that. We don't need that. No, whenever this matchup happens, whether it's a Derby or just a matchup, it's going to be interesting. I'm very excited for this and something that we get to look forward to next year. But, you know, you guys could be making that trip. And while you do, you got to make sure you fuel up with our friends at Circle K, baby, just like we are with these gummy bears, a little ASMR. Um, um, you can't really hear me chewing the gummy bear, but that thing gone, that gummy bear decapitated, if you will. But if you want, you can not, well, you can cata- uh, decapitate a gummy bear if you want at Circle K, but you can also get some Polar Pops. If you text PHNX, as I swallow a gummy bear, to 31310, you will get a code for a BOGO Polar Pop. Again, that's PHNX to 31310. And you, yes you, get Polar Pops from our friends at Circle K. We absolutely love that for them. Boom, little fancy graphic on screen. There you go. Appreciate our friends at Circle K for hooking us up with that code. Do it now. Takes you two darn seconds. Also, smash the like button, you freaking cretins. There's so many of you in the chat, more than two of you. Yeah, Jacob raises eyebrows because I call our chat cretins. I love you guys, but, you know, you gave it right back to me. But anyway, chat, text Circle K, like us in the chat, and also Roast check out our friends. Roast, Roast this You man. won't. You won't. Roast this and, man. Uh, you will. While Roast him. At, uh, well, while, while you're at Circle K, you know, you could get some Four Peaks. You can get some Four Peaks other places, not just Circle K, but also at their A Street Pub. You know, a little, little kilt lifter up kilt here. Lifter. A pyramid, if you will. Maybe uh, talking the uh, <laughs> talking about the pro rel that some of you are looking for. A little pyramid, pyramid. of four peaks. Yeah, it's a, it's a pyramid scheme. Speaking of which, uh, San Diego announcing their new team in MLS. Uh, make, sure to right, check, make sure to check out <laughs> Four Peaks Brew and Four Peaks Pub on Instagram to keep up with the latest things going on with our friends at Four Peaks. And you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. <sighs> oh my. All right, we're talking rising now. That was Let's a, go. That was a, holy crap, that was a heated first segment, but I love it. It was a good discussion, but now it doesn't need a name. We're moving on. We need to take a look at Rising's upcoming opponent in Orange County. Um, you know, Owen, we kind of talked a bit about yeah. it on Monday, and well, I don't think our pins have changed. Orange County, one word to describe them, please. Bad. Yeah, yeah, that that that'd be it. Orange County, not good. Um, bad. Yeah. In fact, I, I you know, we we mentioned that. Some might say incredibly <sighs> poor. Yeah, you would. Uh, we we mentioned on Monday that we believe this is. A, not just an expectation for a win, but it's a it's a must win given this stretch of the season, given the opponents. Uh, has your opinion changed on that at all? No. Have you doubled down on it? Yes. Very, <laughs> very nice. I mean, where do you think where do you think rising success could be against Orange County? I mean, they're not really a team with fantastic goal differential. They're not really a team who I would say is what you would call an attacking threat. What do no. You, yeah. Where do you think? Uh, what do you think we're going to be uh, standout performers on uh, Saturday Everywhere. Match? Oh, dear gosh. This yeah, man. Orange County are not good. Teeth. Orange County are not good. I think that their season so far has been indicative of just how poor that team is, to be honest. Um, I, I know I've said this before. I'm still surprised that the Richard Chapler was given a, the short period of time at the start of this season. Yeah. I felt that either he should have been relieved of his duties at the end of last season when they were just as Paul mm-hmm. um, back then, or he should have been... What are you doing, man? It's hot in here. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't mind me. I'm just cooling down with the four peaks inadvertently. Weird. 
Um, but <laughs> they they should have either relieved him of his duties yeah. last season, then the last season, yeah. or they should have d- given him more time this year. They have not done that. They relieved him of his duties way too early to me. Um, and now what you're looking at realistically is a team that are struggling down at the foot of the table. Um, they're actually playing Sacramento tonight. Um, and yeah, it's not fun for them. They are really struggling. They have not won in quite a few games. Um, in fact, again, they've won one league game so far. Mm-hmm. Um, not great. That tells you just how bad they are. They, they've won one, drawn two. They've played how many games? Run now? a form ain't great. We'll say they, they last won a no, game. No, their run a form is atrocious. They haven't won a game in over a month. No, they haven't. Yeah, because they're bad. They're bad. They played 10 games. They've won one. Indy 11 and that US and that USL, uh, or excuse me, that US Open Cup win. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. 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 Bad team. Not great. Um, I mean, at the same time, they've got Milan Lusky, and you can never look past that guy. No. That player, Milan Lusky, if you ignore him, no matter how badly you may think he's playing yeah. in any individual game, he'll make you pay. Yeah. Right. I'm surprised personally, and I, I'm intrigued what you think about this. I'm surprised Milan Lusky is still there. Yeah, I'm, I expected him to leave in the off season. I mean, when you have a player where he's, he's kind too of like, good a player, when you have a player who's for that bad, you have team. a player who's like sole contributing to a team like that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're just getting a nice pay. Maybe, maybe, maybe he thought that this team wouldn't be quite as bad as they are. I don't know what the reason is, but like, I'm yes, I'm very I'm surprised, surprised he's still there. I'm, very I'm personally very surprised he's still there. Um, at the same time, look, we don't uh, have the heat map to display here for you, but Orange County, you looked at their last game and their heat map was very much in their own half. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was predominantly in their own half. I think there was, yeah. you know, if you look at the heat map with the, with the little red marks being where they're most active, you know, maybe saw a few spots and dots in um, Oakland Roots attacking a uh, defensive half. Uh, not great, especially when you're trying to, you know, score and win a match. Uh, no. You definitely need to be in higher positions. Something where... I guess maybe this is a spin zone. If they are going to be positioned farther back, is this something that Ryzen can break down knowing in their last match against Hartford Athletic, all their goals were either on, you know, quick kind of countering opportunities, breakaways, you know, a little cross in here for the for the last goal. But like, it's something where they've had trouble breaking down like a low block or teams that sit back. And you can say that Orange County is not going to offer up an attacking threat, which they very well might not. But if Rising wants to win, there's a good chance they have to break through because well, Rising just passed the ball around sometimes. Now, we yeah. saw some good moments in transition on the in the last game. Uh, but when we actually break things down a little bit more and look at it, Juan says he wants transition to be better. He doesn't think he's good enough still. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably right in there, which is that when you win the ball, if those opportunities are existing there to quickly break, you've got to take them. And against a team like Orange County, yeah, take them. Because I think that if you can get the early advantage of Orange County, I don't think they see a way back into this game. I just don't. I think that they are playing badly enough at the moment that even Mm. confidence will come into it. And sometimes you see that with these kind of teams. You see them go into a game... They're on a bad run of form, right. and then they fall behind, and you see the heads just drop. Yeah, but, but I okay? think but that's that's Rising's issue is while we did see it against Hartford, and we've seen it at times in you know previous to that match, they don't always come out super strong. And I agree with you that especially a team like Orange County, their heads can drop. 
But man, if you can't score early, the opposite can happen. So you got to come out with for rising, taking some chances, putting the offensive pressure on them and really sustaining that attack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's look, Danny Trejo got the goal early in that last game. You want to see that repeated. I think if you're rising going into this game, you want to see them get up early. You want to force Orange County out of their shell and then you're going to punish them even more. Again, this team is not good. This team is not good, but you can't let them play like an underdog. You can't let them play as the team that realistically their talent level matches, which is a team that will sit back and take the easy um, route of not really trying to attack unless they have to. Um, And they will in moments. I mean, they're at home. You can't just sit back. Um, I I think that's another complicating factor here. Sometimes when you're away from home, it can be easier Mm -hmm. on times to play through that if you're a possession-based team still because your opponents, the home team, will feel pressured to attack. They will feel pressured to go out and put on a positive performance in front of their home fan base because you find that the home fan base, if they see them just sitting back, unless you're a deep, deep underdog, like a cup game, you know... They're not always as forgiving about that kind of negativity at home. And teams feel that pressure. Whereas I think when you go away from home, you come here to Phoenix, actually that pressure is relieved from you. Yeah. You know, if you can go away and pick up a point, people don't complain. That's fair. So I think there's a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. No, but it, still, you've got to force the issue. No, and it's it's something where rising has to be very um, offensive. Um, this is a weird transition, but someone who was unfortunately offensive in the wrong way you know for orange county kevin partita i mean something yeah uh not 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 kevin great partita. yeah not on great. Uh, on today's international day against homophobia biphobia and transphobia i think it's a good point to point out that you shouldn't be using homophobic slurs on the pitch which got kevin partita a six game suspension in general but yeah. from usl yeah. um in general yes yeah but yeah, so Kevin Partida currently suspended for that. That happened against San Diego Loyal a couple of weeks ago. He has still got a few games to serve on that one. So it, it's a weird. We won't be seeing him. Yeah, play. no, it's a, it's a. Again, it's kind of weird. Here's the, you know, for those of you playing the PHX Rising uh, uh, bingo. Uh, the here's the Reno eighteen sixty FC reference. It's interesting when uh, he when uh, he was there. Man, he was a prominent player for Reno eighteen sixty FC. Did a bobblehead knife for him. Sparks kid local. I guess that's just one of those things like. I don't really know how to chalk it up other than you just don't expect, at least I didn't expect this, someone from his character and how he was representing the community and everything like that. But um, yeah, man, just not a not a, not a great look. I, I don't it's really have more to say. I don't have more to say other than I mean, like, don't do that. I will say this. Yeah. They were, uh, I mean, the league statement, obviously, um, multiple players on the field witnessed this. Um, he apologized to opposition players and was substituted out by the Orange County coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, Orange County did immediately suspend him from team activities prior to the league's investigation coming out. The league reviewed video footage, interviewed players, officials, and the coaching staffs, and the foul and abusive language panel concluded that a homophobic slur was used in violation of the league's zero tolerance policy towards any form of harassment or discrimination. So both the player USLPA and the clubs have accepted the outcome of the investigation. He was fined an undisclosed amount, suspended for six games, and must complete mandatory sensitivity training. Yeah. He has since apologized uh, yeah. via a notes app apology on Twitter. Ah, notes. The classic notes app apology. Classic notes. It, it, it brings a bit more uh, 
something too. I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, not great. Um, you know, we will not see him for this match. And um, yeah, man, something you just got to freaking correct moving forward. Play. There's no place in this game for those types of antics. Um, I'm not going to even try to transition out of this. Um, I, OGs, brands, uh, gosh, you know, OGs, brands, uh, maybe can help cooler heads prevail if you take the the Indica and whatnot, right? They have a, ver- this is so awkward. There's a variety of different. This is, don't transition I'm this not, I'm not. I'm not. Don't go- transition. I'm- you just transition hate speech into an ad. I said I yes, didn't. He did. I said I didn't. I said there is no good transition for this. I just started. But to- then you started trying to transition uh, it about cooler Head. Just read the ad marks. No. You want wait? You guys want to read that? Just read it. Go. Oh my gosh. Go. Go. No. No. The cooler heads have nothing to do with that. No cooler heads in general. Cooler heads in general. Take some OGs if you guys are interested. They have the fruits, the the watermelon, and the apple, and everything like that. They also have the creams, the orange creams, the blackberries and creams, and of course our friend, close personal friend Snoop Dogg, peaches and cream absolutely loves that uh check out our friends at OG's new brand. one dropping in june as well new flavor oh, of course i mean the pink lemonade come mm-hmm. on oh, yeah. he remembers check out our he friend. says so often that i remember these by now he does check out our friends at OG's brands that uh, that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com uh to check them out at a dispensary near you and you must be 21 plus years or older to enjoy Responsibly, uh, something that we enjoyed responsibly, both of us being uh, 20 plus, one plus years of order, Valley Tap Room. And, you know, we, we won said, the trivia last we night. We said before we got second place, buddy. We got the dub. We got the dub. I kind of carry the team, if I'm being honest, with a couple. <laughs> Did you, you really? I think you'll find that Devin in our chat is quickly positioning himself as the. Uh, New ad man since he got the one ad the one brand question right. And I you like, couldn't I, work I, it out. I, I like to think that you I took him under my wing. Brand out. I took him under my wing and I said, "Here, that's your you armpit, know, Max. It's, that's the wing. It's a wing for those of you who can see on you screen. You don't have wings. Uh, just peacock, you gotta let me fly. But no, uh, you know, I want to say I took him under my proverbial and literal wing and said, "Hey, Devin." This is how you become Adman Apprentice. You answer questions like this, and boy, did he ever. We won first. We didn't win a trophy. We didn't win anything other we than had a lot of beers. And that's okay. We did get the beers. We No, you are not new Adman. No. Uh, no. But uh, hey, we won. It was a great time. Check out our friends at Valley Tap Room for all the great things they have going on. Happy hour every day this week. They have... Um, Karaoke this Saturday from 6 to 10. Check out everything amazing they have going on at the 202 and Gilbert. And check them out at Valley Tap Room. Oh, Before boy. we move on, yes. though, we should actually just get... Juan did speak a little bit about Orange County earlier today. That's so let's fair. have a quick listen to him. Past games have played in a, in a 4-3-3 and in a possession-based squad, but they're also not afraid if... I mean, if they're under press to play balls behind... They have, um, I mean, two wingers that that can create problems with time and space, and they have a number nine that has a very good hold-up play. So we're gonna have to try to interrupt uh, their build-up moments as, as much as we can to try to put them under pressure. But also, then it's important: what are we doing when we have the ball? I told you last last game is there's something that I've learned and I'm, and I keep growing as a as a coach is that you understand that in this league, you're not going to be able to control 100% of the games. And when we when we do game plans or when, when, when we do analysis, is that, okay, what are we doing when we're controlling the game? But also, how are our behaviors in those percentages that you're not controlling the game? Because you're going to go to Orange County, and I'm going to tell you, 
we're not going to be able to control 100% of the game. We want to, and we will try it, but we're not going to be able to. So it's what are we doing in those moments we're going to have to deep defend? What are we doing when we're defending set pieces? How we defend transitions? And I think that percentage that is going to be less than the one we controlled is going to be the one that is going to dictate if we're going to be able to come back with three points or not. Sustain the pressure, man. It's uh, raising the level, which we've seen them do at spurts, but it's doing it consistently is the name of the game. It's something, it seems from match to match, they differ, the level kind of fluctuates. Come on, man. Like against gets these types of three matches that we keep on saying, going away from home. It's always tough. Bring three points home, elevate the level, keep it going, and we move. Yeah, and uh, just some other points here that aren't necessarily related to this game, but more updates from Juan today. Uh, Gabby Torres is re-entering training. He's in the process of getting more involved. He, of course, is not up to speed. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's out there. He's getting involved in part. Um, Emil Cuejo, uh, there's hope still he'll be back next week. Obviously, he's suffered setbacks along the way of this recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been waiting for him to be ready to come back, and it's taken longer than they'd have hoped. But there's that. There's other guys. Erickson Gallardo, yep. who missed the last game. Uh, Mo Traore. A lot of hope that these are guys that could be back in the mixer next week. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, it's going to be, those are exciting updates. It's something, keep on trending forward. Keep on bringing the cavalry out. We love to see that. Edward, I actually do like to see that. Thank you. OGs are pretty tasty. Honestly, go buy them. Everyone, listen to the man. He's a smart man. Real quick, someone who's not a smart man, Ben News Bluebird, Devin is taller than Max. I would like to see that. I'm not even, my head is not even in frame right now. That's how tall I am. I am a 5'10", where you round up to 6 down. feet. Okay, well, down, no, down, he's, down not, he's not taller than me. I refuse to believe that, but... Uh, he might actually be, all right. to be fair. I'm not going to, I'm going to live in denial then. Uh, shall we move to some notable USL matchups uh, up ahead? Should we? I mean, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm proposing to you. Uh, you okay, know, should we? One... Well, there's also a game actually today that's already happened. Um, I mean, so we can mention true. that. Ladin United it was won. Three. It, was, it was one. New three. Mexico United yeah. three. Any, uh, uh, any Kenneth former Ryden Ryden was sent off in that game. Any former Ryzen right, players scored? No. Okay, got it. Um... Greg Hurst did come off the bench. And Santi Moore started. Um, yeah. Santi Moore started and was replaced. He did pick up a yellow card. Ah. Uh, Kenan Ryan was sent off the girls from Amanda Moreno, Chris Weehan, and Sergio Rivas. And a penalty from Thomas Williamson for Loudon late in the day. Dueling Reno 1868 FC connection there with He the keeps mentioning Reno. I'm just saying. They're that. dead. They're dead, Max. Move on. I am. They're gone. Listen, They're gone. It doesn't happen all the time. I'm just shouting it out. But... You know, going around the USL, uh, a notable matchup, something that happens tonight. What's the scoreline going to be for Orange County versus Sacramento? Something uh, Vic- Sackle Batterham. Yeah, but do we have a scoreline? Sackle Batterham. Chat, can I get a can I get a score prediction for that uh, that match? Little Orange County Sacramento. Are we going to see? Is, or- is Orange County going to put up a point or excuse me, a goal at home? Put up a goal now. No goal. No. Nah. Shut out. I'm going sack all the way. Okay. Heavy on that one. Um, so remember, there was games to look to going ahead to the weekend. We'll start with some of the ones that are in exclusive time zones because we love those. We love getting the chance to watch games and not have them clash with other games, don't we, Max? Of course we do. So uh, Friday night, 6 p.m. Arizona time, FC Tulsa taking on Memphis 901. Yeah. Yeah. Six on Friday and Saturday, an early game, 2 p.m. Arizona time. Charleston Battery taking on Monterey Bay FC. 
see. I mean, it's going to be a juicy one. It will be indeed. It will be indeed. Some other ones are worth noting. Of course, Rising will face Las Vegas Lights in the near future, mm-hmm. i.e. the following weekend. Yep. So, Pittsburgh Riverhounds are hosting them. We'll see what kind of a fight they put up there. Yep. Uh, some of the games are actually of any interest. Uh, San Diego Loyal, after their loss at home, two yeah. home losses in a row. Yeah. For San Diego Loyal, they're on the road this weekend. They'll be playing Miami FC, that game at 4 p.m. Arizona time on Saturday. Uh, One of the other games, I think, is the up-down team. Up-down, up-down, up-down team of the year. Birmingham Legion. They will be playing El Paso. They'll be hosting El Paso at Protective Stadium. That game at 4.30 p.m. Arizona time kickoff. And then as we look to some of the other games, RGV coming off of that win, actually. Yep. Against San Diego Lowell. They'll host Tampa Bay Rowdies. Can Tampa Bay keep the momentum of the previous week going? They put a lot of goals on Detroit City. Can they do it? Actually, we should mention Detroit in there, 430. They're hosting San Antonio FC. And that's the thing I was going to ask you because I'm seeing a lot of scores that we asked for for Orange County versus Sac. I'm going to assume all of those score lines, the 3-1 and the 4-0, are in favor of Sacramento. What is going to be the larger goal differential? Is or- Is it Orange County, Sacramento, or Detroit City versus San Antonio? San Antonio. That's fair. I th- I think they could. I I don't know actually. To be fair, there because San Antonio's got a lot of goals last year, and sometimes you get teams that, quite frankly, it sounds weird to say it, but they burn out their goals, don't do, they? Do you all, see teams that yeah. score like seven in one game, and then they come out the next week and they struggle for one or two. Do either of these two bottom feeders have a chance at home against those teams? No. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That, that, that was <laughs> no an easy. Chance. That was an easy to question. Me. I expected to me. To, to me, I, I I'd say no. I want to. Okay. I mean, it's USL, yeah. so you never know. Uh, I'm curious the chat disagrees, like but they're that's both fair. very weak teams. They are. Um, I, I will say this one clashes with Rising, but of course the Northern California Derby in Sacramento and Oakland Roots. Oh, so throwing out Derby names. Doesn't have a name. It's just a reference <laughs> to the geographical area. That name doesn't stick, man. Uh, oh my. Um, yeah, lots of lots of noteworthy ones, especially before Rising's. Uh, match I feel like I just ran through most of the games. The ones I didn't mention, if anyone's interested, Indy Eleven playing Colorado Springs, Hartford playing Loudon, uh, and that's. I think that's it. Actually, yeah. I think we mentioned every other game. Owen Evans. Let's run through a couple of notable ga- notable games. Also, Owen Evans. This the entire stretch. championship. No, every game's notable. It's okay. They're all notable, but there's lots of storylines. There, there is actually. Well, speaking of notable storylines, there are actually. You know, and I'm glad we ran through USL. There's a you know a couple few noteworthy competitions and battles going on. Uh, I believe it was uh, Devin or Edward who asked early in the chat if I placed any bets on BetMGM. For the Champions League, and we now have those fixture sets in the final and um, and for the championship playoffs. Yes, I, w- I was getting to that, but I'll say that I did play some bets, and we're not going to talk about whether I won or lost those. That's so neither, lost. That's neither here nor there. So he lost. That's neither here nor he there. Lost. Okay. All we know is he lost. Okay. Anyway, uh, he lost. <clears throat> he lost. He. <sighs> I, I lost it. I didn't win. Um, yeah, uh, he didn't win. Right, uh, anyway, uh, moving on and completely editing that out later. Uh, you know, the final Champions League final, Manchester City, Inter Milan. Is this the year that Pep doesn't pep it up, puts a pep in his step, and carries Manchester City to victory? Nah. Dang. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yes, I, I, know. I, I you, you know. You don't like that lowbrow football. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I care about real leagues like USL Championship <laughs> and uh, Chad. I'm, cu- I'm curious. Yeah. To get, Chad, I'm curious to get your thoughts real quick. Let me know. Man City, Inter, 
yeah, let us know the winner there. But also, that was not the only notable competition going on in Europe and not the notable one going on in England because we had a game today. That was a good game for Watching promotion the, uh, into the Premier the League. Champ, the Middlesbrough Coventry game. Yes. Yeah, we had it on actually on the TV. Yes, we did. Yeah. That was exciting. Hell of a goal, actually, that one. The, uh, the one that was scored. I thought that he'd done too much with it, Gustavo Hama, but... He, he actually gets it back into the goal. Now, we say it's a hell of a game. You actually look at the stats. Total of three shots on target. I mean, not the game, but like the, just the pressure. Of like, especially you're going at home. You're fighting for that last um, middle, Middlesbrough, fighting for that, that yep. goal at home. Doesn't end up coming. And so you have Coventry and Lutontown in the battle on May 27th for promote at Wembley for promotion in the Champions League. And this is one I've actually had in chat. I yeah. want you to, to hop in here, please, and shame some of my colleagues who are like talking about Coventry as though they're this like oh, bad yeah. Oh, team. yeah, you went off. Yeah, you went off. As though they're this like, oh, minnow. They're really not. They spent like, what, 35 years uninterrupted in the Premier League? Mm-hmm. They're not a minnow. They've oh. had a bad run, Okay. But for, to, to, to act as though it would be surprising to see Coventry in the Premier League, I don't think is, is accurate. They've had a very bad run. Their last 20 years have been very poor. Okay, they've only been trending in a negative direction. But it's going into Milan and Coventry. Luton Town to win, says Devon, actually. Some of the other things fix the stadium. Okay, okay. I, I don't know. To me, that's the thing. I think Coventry are a bigger team by a lot than Luton. Luton are a small team. Okay? They've had spells in the Premier League before, so it's not completely alien to them, but... They are a small team. Coventry aren't. Yeah, no, that's fair. It'll be uh, very interesting to see who comes out of those. Uh, lots of great matchups to look forward to in Europe. And of course, I mean, Coventry, U- I, I was at the 2018 League Two playoff final, actually. Oh. And they filled their end at Wembley. I mean, that would be, that'd be a really... In League Two. That'd be a fantastic story. It'd be really cool. Well, Luton also would be nine years from non-League that's to That's what I'm Premier saying. League. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting things there. Absolutely. It's going to be interesting seeing how those competitions unfold. Uh, and of course, the USL Championship. Actually, one thing that we did not get to that I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put the chat on the spot. We actually do need a score prediction for Saturday. 2-0. 2-0. Yeah. So you're saying that Phoenix Rising FC will get their first clean sheet of the season in Orange County. Yeah, 2-0. Go 2-0. You know where I'm going to go? You're going to go 2-0 as well? You, well, I, yeah, but I like to think I said it first. Um, yeah. Uh, we're no, he didn't say it first. I said it first. We're going to flip it. Uh, but yeah, I also, no, you're not going to flip it. I said it first. Oh, flip you. Uh, we're going to go to... <laughs> we're going to go... Someone else is going to go to... <laughs> Jacob. Uh, we're gonna, I'm also going to go 2-0 um, in favor of Phoenix Rising. I don't know what this game is oh, going to be. we, we got to cut this short. The NVR rap, uh, Rapids are going to be on live soon, and they, they lost 4-0. Hop in the chat. Hop yeah, in the we chat. gotta hop, hop in the chat. Hop, hop in the chat. Hop join the chat. us. Join us over D- there. DNVR Sports. Go to the Rapids podcast. Do it now. Uh, but two uh, 0 rising is what I'm saying for Orange County. Also, I'm gonna say Danny Trejo, and I'm gonna say, you know what? That man Carlos Harvey's gonna do it again. Oh my gosh! I'm seeing a lot of two ones. Been there's Bluebird two one. Interesting. Uh, not no one really believing in the clean sheet. Which I mean, honestly, given the track record so far this season, I don't blame them. Uh, in my two 0 Give me, I don't care. It's going to be an unpopular pick. I'll take Manuel Arteaga and give me, ooh, 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 ooh. Give me, I think I picked him one time and it didn't come off. Fun Mayor. Why not? He's going for Fun Mayor. Yeah, sure. Fun Mayor. There we go. Yeah, why not? I like it. Take he it to the bank. It. Maybe. Anyway, uh, I think that's everything we have. We got to go troll uh, DNVR Rapids for a bit, but uh, we appreciate you guys joining us again. Catch us. 
During the post game, um, of course, after Saturday's match, we can also catch us before Saturday's match on our pregame show. Again, that's going to be starting at 6.30 on AZ Families Network. Make sure to catch them there. Um, and yeah, man, I think that's just about darn everything we've covered today. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore underscore Rasm because double the underscore. Double the fun. I'm going to be honest. I was double the wins, actually. I was, I was, I was waiting for something. Yeah, that... You're he, waiting for something witty. Well, well you yeah, yeah, kind of a, a tinge in your tone there. He, nah. This man is literally already on the freaking TBR. We're going to go wind him up. Of course. Um. Oh, gosh. Uh. Well, we got to go do that. So, yeah, follow the show. PHX underscore underscore rising. Follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. Follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys on Saturday. But until then, adios.